Hey guys, and welcome to the Click Technology Show, the show that talks about what's happening out there in the cutting edge world of technology today. I'm Hilary Johnson. Now, coming up on today's show, we've got David Young, a teacher from Limavadi High School, who has been presenting his project called Infinity Architecture over in Prague this last weekend. Um, and, and that project involves students um, from Limavadi High School who developed an architecture project to serve students with special needs in, in the local area. The project project is now in the early stages of full-scale modeling and we're pleased to congratulate David Young because he's after winning the the, the, the category for knowledge building at Microsoft's um, Partners in Learning Global Forum which was taking place in Prague. Now we we got a phone call with David uh, last Friday just before um, he was he was kind of he was over there in Prague a day so we didn't actually get to talk to him when he as the winner and congratulate him in person we just got to wish him well so we We've got that phone call coming up. And then we're also talking to Alison Kerry, who's the project manager, of, sorry, the production manager of the Science Gallery. And she'll be telling us what's happening in the month of December in the Science Gallery. But first, let's see what David Young had to say. So, David, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Now, tell us a bit about where you are right now. Right now, I am in the centre of Prague, in the Hilton Hotel in Prague. And uh, there's 600 of us here from all over the world. Uh, we're competing in a in a Microsoft Global uh, Forum. It's called the Partnership and Learning and Teaching Awards. It's like the it's like the Oscars of teaching, really. Right. And, uh, so, what what category are you competing in out there? Well, there's six different categories available, and I'll not really know until the, the final the gala evening, whenever they announce what categories are everyone's been put into. Um, so you, I could fall into a couple of categories. But uh, when, I, in, when I was in Portugal, in Lisbon, and yep. uh, competing in the European finals, uh, I was awarded the top place in the cutting edges of technology for learning. Wow, yeah. So uh, uh, I've changed the project a little bit from then now. It's, it's, it's definitely progressed quite a lot since then. Has it? So tell us, tell us about your project then. Essentially what it is, it's a building designed by 17-year-old students in my school. Wow. They designed it in their free time, and they involve primary school st- students from uh, five different schools of different religious backgrounds, and they got and showed them how to draw architecture, iconic architecture with only four lines, and then they took all their ideas and they merged them using some Microsoft software, and they took the best ones and, and they drew them up to 3D, emailed their client, and they developed it. And they modelled it, and then they took it to their client. So, the the dream is for this that it's going to be built. And so, what, build, what building is it? Pardon? What what is the building? Uh, the building is a nurture centre for young people with special educational needs. Oh, wow. A school called uh, Oakgrove Integrated Primary School contacted us after seeing some of our architectural work in the papers, wow. and they asked if we would design a new nurture centre for them. At the Good. moment. They have a little port cabin, and so my students have designed this really uh, state-of-the-art new facility for them. So hopefully this will be the first building built in the world, which is designed by students, (laughs) with students, and for students. (laughs) That's incredible. That's amazing. And where are you getting the funding for it, if it's going to be built? Well, only last week, um, I was invited up to Stormont to meet the Minister of Education. So he's very keen to get this pushed forward as well. So we're going to explore a few links. I've, uh, I've even tried to contact uh, Guinness to see if they would be interested right. in coming on board with us too. 
So hopefully through the education department in Northern Ireland and partnershiping with uh, Microsoft, this is going to be built and this is going to be a reality. Oh, I'd say I'd say that you'll definitely get backing for that. It's such a, it's such an exciting project to have your kids do that. I was going to, I was, I mean, that's one of the questions I was going to ask, like, how do your students respond to your innovative way of teaching? They love it. Um, they really just love it. It's just really brought them all in leaps and bounds in their own confidence. With a, whenever they come to me, uh, age 15, I teach them how to design kitchens and their client is their parent or their granny or their uncle and they make a little kitchen model. And then at age 17, we take it a step further. We go to architecture. And that way we send them out to the community. And the community now knows that we are specializing in architecture. I'm not an architect, but we just enjoy the creative process of it and uh, making them. So our students would go out to like fire stations and then the guys would, let's say, for example, Judith, try on the uniform, show around the premises, and they would tell her what they want in a new fire station. So she would then take that specification, design and model a new fire station for them. So they have this sort of real world engaging with a client and proud of their work as well. And they model their grounds too. So the whole thing looks really, really realistic. It's amazing. And it gives a real kick. Yeah. And are any of your students so, over there in Prague with you at the moment? No, it's only for it's only the, the teachers oh. themselves who are coming from us. I'd say they'd love to be over there supporting you, all right. Yes, oh, they definitely would be. Yeah, but so they're they're at home now. I'm trying to sift a little bit of information back to them from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. they're very supportive. So that so the, I just, my job over here really is to try and sell the work that they have done. That's wow. that's really my 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 job. Yeah. And do you have a lot of interest at the forum over there in in your project? Yeah, an awful lot of interest. Just this morning, this is my first ever radio interview, and this, and this morning I had my first ever. TV interview with the American press. Cool. So, they, uh, <laughs> right, so there's 113 teachers competing and I'm one of the six that have uh, chosen to uh, film. So it's all part of the Microsoft Partners on Learning Program. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's going to be uploaded now shortly, hopefully. Brilliant. So, and so it, this, this event takes place over four days. Like what exactly are you doing there each day? Walk us through maybe what happens when you get up in the morning to, to go into bed at night. <laughs> well, this is my first break I've had really all day. It's flat out. We're, we're being judged over two days, which is quite intense. We've got three judges coming to visit us. Now, my three judges, one was from uh, Hong Kong, and another one was from Morocco, and the other wow. one was from Slovakia. So the judging is quite an intense part. And then in between the judging process, we've got lots of innovative speakers speaking to us, leading oh, okay. educators from all over the world. And you've got motivational speakers, people, for example, who've the first two ladies to travel to the North Pole spoke at the Lisbon. And over here, you've got some people from Australia, America, New Zealand, Finland, telling us all about their educational programs right. and what's working. Yeah, so it's just a, it's a mixture of workshops, seminars, um, and then you're sent out and about to do tasks as well. It's really good. And so when you decided, when you started kind of teaching your kids differently the way that you are right now, did you? how did you find out about Microsoft Partners and Learning or did they approach you or, you know, did you decide, oh, hey, this is something I could probably enter in and get some, you know, recognition for, for Limavady High School? Oh, it was nothing like that at all. No, I had, I had my head down in the classroom, really, and, uh, and really I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't uh, up for 
really. Uh, what actually happened was my vice principal received an email from Microsoft, wow. and they were advertising the competition and the Partners in Learning program. And he just, when they seen innovative teaching, he just. He just came running down to my room, and he was so excited. Now, to be honest, the vice principal does not get excited, so I knew there was, I knew there was something wrong when he came to my room, all excited. And so he told me about it, and then he entered me into it, and I didn't know anything about it. And uh, so I entered into the Northern Ireland one, and I won the Northern Ireland one. Went to Lisbon and Portugal, and it's only then when I realised how big this thing is. This is just massive. It really is. Honestly, goodness, it's like the Oscars of teaching. It really is, and you've been you've been treated so well, and but the pressure, I never felt pressure like it in my life. Don't you be know, pressured. Don't minutes. be pressured. You're doing. You've obviously you're obviously got a really good shot at winning this if you're if you've made it to you know the worldwide forum. You know. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I don't want to think too much like that. My, my wife, she said she had a dream and. Uh, a vision, as she called it. She dreamt that she was there in the final gala dinner when they announced the, the awards, the winners. And she said she dreamt that I got nil plant. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's terrible. But, uh, no, but the, the manager here, Tom uh, Tom Jackson, he, he's the Northern Ireland manager. Yeah. He's got other plans for me. Now, he's really pumped up about this, really yeah. excited. So, yeah, well, definitely, I've given it, I've given it like, I've given it 110%. I've put nearly two and a half thousand hours of work into try and promoting all this work and getting it ready for this competition from the posters from the stand that I've had to display the videos putting everything together wow so so I couldn't have given any more so how can people follow your, your progress over there at the moment is there a website or a blog or anything yes I Microsoft are doing live updates all the time now on their Microsoft partners and learning website so you can see they've got Facebook items and they've got videos uploaded they've got photos and that'll give you a real flavour for what's going on Brilliant. it's probably the best way to see it cool okay look David best of luck over there we're all rooting for you oh thanks very much Harry, for your interest I, uh, I really appreciate your support now thanks so much for talking to us today okay then all the best now bye bye now bye David now turning to tech news, Will.i.am has unveiled a range of iPhone accessories designed to enhance the device's camera abilities. At a press event in London on last Wednesday, the Black Eyed Peas member showed off his I.am plus photo social range, which includes four cases ranging from a whopping £199, that's €246, Euros, to €370. Euros. Two of the cases are designed for iPhone 4 and 4S and will be available to buy exclusively from Selfridges from 6th of December with the two iPhone 5 models coming soon. Now the 246 euro photo SoSho C4 case will be available in black or white and includes a flash module, macro, fisheye and clear glass interchangeable lens and a camera grip. Now for an extra 123 euro you can buy the photo SoSho V4 which is designed to make your iPhone 4 4S look like a vintage camera. It adds a slide out QWERTY keyboard, includes the three interchangeable lenses and flash and comes in white and gold or black and silver and the iPhone 5 version of the two cases which will be launching at a later date um, will be an unspecified date will be available in silver and brown leather or white leather or black leather designs. Now, the CEO of Will.i.am's Am Plus business uh, revealed that the iPhone 5 um, will offer superior, that their iPhone 5 case will offer superior iPhone camera quality through the use of a 14 megapixel camera and five um, times zoom lens, which at least is something good about it. Um, 
As well as these cases, Will I Am's iPhone accessories come with an app that provides editing filters, effects, social media connectivity, and a profile within the I Am domain. Now, you're probably all wondering this. Now, when asked by Engadget why users would cough up a couple of hundred pounds um, to get your hands on one of these, the CEO said, people are spending a lot of money on getting Burberry cases and getting Prada cases just to protect their, their phone. Um, he added, this takes it a step further. It actually brings functionality and turns your iPhone into something better than it already is. Well, yeah, the jury's out on that still. And now the German parliament has discussed a controversial online copyright bill that is meant to allow news publishers to charge search engines such as Google for reproducing short snippets from their articles. The draft law proposes that publishers could charge a search engine for republishing snippets of articles or eventually allow them to sue search engines like Google for copyright infringement. The bill was proposed by the Federation of German Newspaper Publishers, which contends that search engines are pirating their content by publishing the snippets without asking for consent and without sharing revenue with the publishers. Now, earlier, Google started an online campaign against the bill, which was backed by the German cabinet in August under the title Defend Your Net. The search giant called on Germans to back its protest because the bill can massively disturb the way people search and find information on the internet. The campaign site has had more than 500,000 visitors more than 25,000 people have signed an online petition against the law, said Google Said said Google earlier. Discussions uh, sparked during the week between supporters and opponents of the bill. And Google is also backed by Mozilla, which nearly which gets nearly all of its revenue from search engine deals. Um, they say that adopting such rules may be bad for users and the web. Uh, if the bill becomes law, search engines are likely to simply remove the publishers from their index, meaning locating news becomes more difficult. And publishers and search engines need each each other and if they work together the internet can be actually be a good be put to good use but without content the search engines wouldn't find anything and without search engines the vast amount of information on the internet wouldn't be found um so that's something which is probably one to watch now um mind-controlled, permanently attached prosthetic arm could revolutionise prosthetics. Researchers based in Chalmers University of Technology in Sweden have developed the world's first thought-controlled, fully implantable robotic arm, which uses an amputee's own nerves and remaining muscles to afford a much more intuitive level of control than previously possible. Initial operations on patients are scheduled to take place during the Northern Hemisphere's upcoming winter the world's oldest digital computer restored to life at age 60. The Harwell Decatron computer is a 1950s computer having roughly the weight and size of a Hummer H3 and the computing power of a four-function pocket calculator. Having been restored to its original operating condition using 95% original parts, it is now the oldest functioning programmable digital computer in the world. Guinness might have been onto something when in 1973 they named the Decatron the most durable computer in the world. Now we've got Alison Carey, who's the production manager of the Science Gallery on the line to talk to us, to, to fill us in on what's happening in the Science Gallery for the month of December. Alison, thanks so much for, uh, co- for calling into the show today. So what's happening in the Science Gallery this December? Hi, Hilary. Well, thanks so much for inviting me to, to speak with you guys. Um, so as part of our game exhibition that's opened here in the gallery for, gosh, uh, three weeks now, um, we are hosting a series of events around the theme of the game exhibition. Um, and there's lots going on in the gallery and lots of different uh, lots of different uh, events to choose from over this kind of Christmas period. So um, I guess just to start off, we've got a really exciting event with uh, game developer 
on the 5th of December, um, Phil Campbell will be joining us. And Phil is most uh, famous for, I guess, for uh, creating the, the series, the game series Tomb Raider, as well as taking some uh, already existing game um, movie franchises and turning them into games. So he was responsible for um, the Godfather series and also for the Bond series. So he's going to be giving us a lecture where he looks at um, taking already successful um, existing uh, franchises and series that are there and turning them from a kind of a, a passive movie experience into an interactive game experience. So that's coming up at 7 o'clock on December the 5th. Um, after that, we have, uh, on December 12th, we, we have um, the Irish Indie Games Showcase, which is going to be a chance for people um, in Ireland who are interested in getting into the kind of indie game or independent game development area to come along and kind of have a look at what companies in that area are doing and to test out the games that have been developed and to ask any questions that they might have. And just it's kind of a social mixer for people who want to know a little bit more about the industry. So we're looking forward to that. Cool. And on um, December the 13th at 6 o'clock, there's, um, there's a lecture that I'm super excited about, yeah. uh, which is um, a lecture being given by Eric Zimmerman and Natalie Posey, who are a collaborative pair who've created um, a game, uh, which I suppose you can describe best as kind of like a playable sculpture that we have here in Science Gallery um, as part of the game exhibition. And it's a really beautiful piece, and it's kind of um, an interactive the piece that you, you play um, as a pair and you play against other teams. And uh, so they're going to talk about their collaboration. Um, so Natalie is an architect and Eric is a game designer. So they're going to talk about what an architect, an architect can learn from a game designer and what a game designer can learn from an architect and how it resulted in this beautiful, playable, interactive sculpture piece. So I'm really excited about that. That's December the 13th at 6 o'clock. Okay. Um, and then I suppose also just to mention one thing that people will probably be quite excited about is what we have starting on um, December the 18th, which is called our, our Game Next Expo. Okay, yeah. So um, part of that will be uh, we're showcasing kind of new technologies um, in, in gaming. And um, I suppose to, to kind of point at one specifically, we're really excited to be showing the European premiere of a technology called Oculus Rift. Um, so Oculus Rift is an AR, an augmented reality visor. Okay. Um, so people will have the opportunity to test out this uh, new technology for the first time in Europe. So they'll be able to put on the headset and get be able to experience what it's like um, to play this kind of advanced augmented reality game. So we're really excited about that as well. So those are kind of some of the highlights of what we have coming on in the, the game events over the next couple of weeks. God, you're busy enough, aren't you? <laughs> we're pretty busy yeah and, then and there's lots more as well I should mention you should check sciencegallery.com for further listings of events and we've got lots of social events coming up for Christmas as well do you okay so so after December 18th there's even more still there's even more still to come yeah there's a few more before Christmas and then the exhibition continues through January so we've got um, workshops and game development and uh, we've got a Unity 3D, which is a, a technology um, for uh, enhancing kind of the, your game drawing ability and your ability to kind of put together playable games. And we've got a couple of workshops coming up in that. What, um, that, what was that called? Ulysses 3D? It's, it's called Unity 3D. Cool. So I think um, James Joyce. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unity. Yeah, it's nothing to do with it. So, um, but yeah, it's called uh, Unity 3D. So it's a kind of it's um it's a drawing platform really, and a it's a, a new way of being able to put together games. And who is that um, open to that that kind of a workshop? Who can go along to that? Well, anyone can go along to any of our um, any of our events, including the the Unity 3D workshop. I suppose that workshop specifically is looking at people who might be making games themselves on their laptops, or might be interested in getting into independent game development. And it's just a way for people to upskill really into it, like a a new technology that they they can use to kind of take their their games to a more kind of advanced visual level. So that. Uh, that I would say would be uh, would be kind of most appealing to people who are already making games, yeah. um, but uh, all of our events are completely open to the public, and all of the kind of booking details are on our website, sciencegallery.com. And are they are they free, or do some of them come with a charge? Uh, some of them come with a charge, uh, but a lot of them are free. Uh, for example, our Friday night game social that we run every Friday here in the cafe in Science Gallery is free to anyone to drop in. Um, the uh, details of what we'll be playing that night are all online. Um, so we've got uh, we've got um, groups like the Trinity Game Society who are curating an, an evening of board games for us, and um, uh, and a number of the the other talks and lectures that we have coming up over the next while are also free. Cool. And then Game is on is running till when? The exhibition that's on there at the moment? Uh, game is running right through until uh, the middle of January. And then we have our next exhibition, Oscillator, which is opening on February the 7th. Cool. Sure, we'll have to get you back on to talk about that then. <laughs> that'd be great. Thanks, Hillary. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, Alison, look, thanks so much for talking to us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Now, seeing as there's not a whole lot happening in the gaming world for the month of December, we are going to give you guys a holiday special in each week in the run-up to Christmas. And this week, we're going to take laptops. Now, whether you're treating yourself um, or in the market for a gift, laptops are a big investment. So rather than running the risk of being landed with something subpar, we recommend you check out these recommendations. First up is the HP Envy Spectre 14. Now, with 2012 being the year that Ultrabooks marked their arrival in the mainstream, it's only only right that we take a look at one of the best bang for book devices on the market right now in the HP Envy Spectre XT 14 inch featuring the Intel Core i5 processor 4 gigabytes of DDR3 memory and a one uh, 128 gigabyte solid state drive and integrated Intel HD graphics 4000 this sexy little device functions every bit as well as it looks and it looks really really well it's pricier than traditional laptops but you're getting top end performance in a super lightweight form factor that weighs just 1.8 kg, including its battery. It being a HP device, you'll also get the benefits of the Beats audio system, ensuring crystal clear sound at all times. Next is the Dell XPS 13 inch Ultrabook. Now, if you can't quite stretch to the price of the HP Envy Spectre, a fantastic alternative that's a touch more pocket friendly is the superb Dell XPS 13 inch Ultrabook, offering the same benefits as other Ultrabooks, including a streamlined body that measures just 1.8 centimeters at its thickest point and weighs an impressive 1.4 kgs with the battery. It's no slouch in the specs department either. It comes with an Intel Core i5 processor running at 1.6 gig 
gigahertz, four gigabytes of RAM and a 128 gigabyte solid state drive. Next up is the Toshiba Quasimio 17 inch gaming laptop. Now we're going to go right ahead and recommend this that you add this to your shopping list because while it's far from falling into the traditionally affordable laptop range, it's a premium gaming device that's well worth the expense. For the, for the big price, you're getting an Intel Core i7 based machine with more system memory, memory than you can shake a stick at, top notch graphics and an absolutely gorgeous 17 inch screen. And finally, yeah, you guessed it, it's the Apple MacBook Pro. Everyone has a strong opinion about Apple and its products, but few devices in its catalog are quite as divisive as the MacBook Pro. On the one hand, you've got the creative types who swear by MacBook Pro's reliability, slick design and no-nonsense operating system. And on the other hand, you've got those who see much better value for money to be had in other non-Apple devices. But whatever side you land on, you got to hand it to the company for continually offering a premium experience for designers, movie makers and music producers. For what it's worth, we believe that if you want a high-end machine that's going to work exactly as it intended right out of the box, Apple is far and away your best choice. But they don't come cheap though. Now it's time for a competition. So uh, we, with the launch of Wii U uh, last uh, on the thirtieth, actually, it was so it was, it was just last week. We're giving you the chance to win your very own Wii U and two games to play it on. Now the Wii U is Nintendo's new console. For those of you who don't know, which is bringing the company right up to date with high definition graphics and introducing an all new controller in the form of the gamepad, which also features features the second screen that developers will use for all kinds of fancy things as the years go on. We have a Wii U content hub on the website, so go to www.clickonline.com and check out that content hub if you want to know more about the Wii U. Now, the shorthand is the hardware is impressive and the current crop of games um, is fitting is a fitting introduction to everything the new console has to offer. But to celebrate the arrival of the Wii U, um, we've got one to give away as well as a copy of Zombie U and Assassin's Creed 3 thanks to Ubisoft. So for your chance to win, just head to clickonline.com forward slash competitions and you can find the Wii U competition page and answer the simple question on that competition page there. So that's clickonline.com forward slash competitions. Now that's it for me for today. I've been Henry Johnson. You've been listening to the Click Technology Show. Make sure to tune in again at the same time next week and we'll have more tech news and tech interviews as well as a smattering of games. Guys, have a great afternoon, whatever you get up to. Take care.